You know, one of the biggest topics for me, one of the most important things for me are for young people to get an education and have a start and a chance at success in life. I was very fortunate at 18 years old to enter the trades. Now, I didn't go to a trade school. I went to schools after I got into the trade. When I realized that I was able to make a good living doing something with my hands and my brain, it clicked for me at 18 years old. But it was all luck in my case. There was no forethought. There was no decision-making process, which is one of the reasons why I am such a fan of what are called CTEDs, Career Technical Education Districts. One of them is EVIT, the East Valley Institute of Technology. I've gotten to know the people on the board and the superintendent and the work that they do touring their campus, meeting the people there and seeing their success rate has been incredible in what they are doing at EVIT. And they are now moving forward with something to help foster kids. It's called Hope Tech. In order to talk about this and give us more information is the superintendent, Dr. Chad Wilson. Uh, Chad, let's talk about this. What's going on? Well, good morning, Mr. Broomhead. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we're really fortunate at EVIT uh, to be able to look at challenges as as opportunities meeting creative solutions and we believe CTE can change lives and when we started looking at some of the subgroups that are most disadvantaged in the state the top of that is the foster youth uh, you know foster youth are, are for so many different reasons um are challenged to finish high school there's only 33 percent of foster youth finish high school or finish high school on time and we said that we can do better than that we believe that cte can help do better for them the challenge became a safe place to live. And as foster youth age to the system, what we realized is that they were more concerned with where they were gonna lay their head down at night and feel safe and secure than career planning. And so because we look at uh, challenges as opportunities for creative solutions, we sought out a solution that helped us leverage, we believe, an opportunity for aging out foster youth, in which aging out foster youth can come live with us at Hope Tech, um, have a safe place to live, support, um, have wraparound services, but also have the opportunity to participate in our CTE programming, which we believe those pieces put together really truly does have the potential to change their lives. And one of the things about even that people need to know is that, yes, you do have high school students in the East Valley that come in during the day, but you have an adult ed program as well where adults can come in and they can actually learn a skill set. And, and, and that's what we're talking about here, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, our, our, our basis is serving the high schools in East Valley, but we do have an adult program, uh, an adult certificated program in which adults who want to come in and upskill or uptrain can do so. Uh, we're also starting an associate degree opportunity, and we just began our first associate degree in surgical technologies with the hope of growing uh, that program as well over the next uh, two to three months so that we can continue to lean in and look for solutions uh, to help those that, that, that are in search of a solution. And we know that there are many adults who, for whatever reason in their life, either need upskill or uptraining or um, have not had the ability to participate in post-secondary learning the way they want to. And we believe that, that we have a solution to that and that through our adult education, whether it be the certification programs or the associate degree, we think we can lean in and help solve some of those challenges that exists in our state as well. So for the foster kids, how many how many of these young people are you going to be able to have at a time and how big could this program grow? Because I know that not only is this happening here, but you have also are a model that the rest of the country may be looking at doing this. Yeah, so the, the facility that, that we're building is a 64-bed facility. Um, uh, unbeknownst to us, uh, we think that's that's arguably potentially the largest facility of its kind in the country. Uh, we will start next July or in July with um, 16. 
And the reason why we're starting off with 16 versus 64, that it's really important to us that we do it the right way. Um, these students that live with us deserve it. Uh, you know, I said at the very beginning that we believe that we change lives by loving our students and serving our communities. And so we want to get it right. So the first year out, we're going to start with 16 and make sure that we really understand the best way to service them and the best way to shepherd them into, into a better future. And then once we figure that out, then we'll grow into the 64. And it really is our hope that this becomes a model that can get replicated um, because we do think that there are well-intended uh, organizations, state agencies who have all tried to, to lean into the foster youth space, um, but there's still a gap that's missing. And we believe the gap is, is a safe place to live and a quality CTE program that gives them the leg up. And what we find exciting about it too, is that not only do we have the potential to change the life of the foster student, but we believe this is a potentially a systemic change. We know as educators that if we change the life of a parent, we're probably also changing the life of a child. And so if we change the trajectory of the foster youth, though we also change the trajectory of their kids and their kids' kids, well, that's the kind of systemic change, I think, that really begins to move the, to move the needle for a group of individuals that desperately need it, but for a state uh, that is in need of the needle being moved. So when you look at this program and the way it lays out, what are some of the because what you do at even and because I've been there, I see some of the success of what's happening. By the way, people that don't know this, I'm going to say it now that you have a broadcasting program and your your radio station at Evit has been named the best high school radio station in the entire country. So it's not just that you offer things, you offer high quality certificates and you have some of the highest quality instructors out there. Absolutely, we do. I mean, one of the things we lean into is that, you know, what we expect for our students that attend our campuses is the same thing we expect for our own children. And so if we're going to have a radio program, I want my kids to be in a radio program that's second to none. Well, if I would want that for my kids, then everybody's kids deserve that same opportunity. We replicate that mindset in all of our programs. Um, in order to do that, we have to attract and retain exceptional staff. And that's difficult, to be honest with you, because we compete with the private sector for many of our staff positions. But to your point, Mr. Broomhead, we have a range of programs that from radio broadcast journalism, CNA to LPN to welding, we have over 50 different programs, all with industry certifications. They give the students or the adults to complete the program the currency they need to go pursue a career that provides them an opportunity to, to really have a livable wage, provide for their family, and take a step towards that American dream. Dr. Chad Wilson is joining us as superintendent of the East Valley Institute of Technology. One of the other statistics about EVIT that I think is amazing is proof of what I've said before. Had I understood what some of the core classes in high school were going to mean in my life, I would have taken high school a lot more seriously because when I saw the practical application of how algebra affects my trade as an electrician, how geometry affected my trade as an electrician, I may have taken it much more seriously. And you see that at EVIT with your graduation. Rate. So they complete their certificates, but you have such a high level of high school graduates. A lot of it, I think, is because of what happens. And do you think that's going to happen with these foster kids as well? Um, that's our hope and our belief, uh, Mr. Brimhead. And you're right. I think that oftentimes learners don't see the value in learning until it matters to them. And we talk all the time about building, you know, the opportunity for students to have a passion and a purpose, and that will lead to a paycheck. And it's our belief that if you get the stu a student or an adult in the right program, that passion 
will give them the opportunity to learn, which will lead to the paycheck. I was talking to a construction student a couple weeks ago, and, and he was talking about how um, he really struggles in math at his home high school, but he's excelling in the construction class. And so to your point, the amount of algebra and geometry that are in construction is amazing. So it wasn't that this individual couldn't do math. It's that the application of math is what made sense. It was the hands-on application, not the simple regurgitation of information. And it's our hope and our belief that if we give these uh, our foster students, our foster youth, that same opportunity, that they will have the passion and the purpose, which will ultimately lead to the paycheck. Um, we're also very committed to providing some of those support services as well. Uh, we know that the young individuals that will live with us have had a difficult time. And so between counseling and social services and on our campus in downtown Mesa, we partner with Adelante Healthcare. So there's some, you know, doctor, dentist. It's kind of that whole wraparound approach that we believe will change the trajectory, hopefully will change the trajectory of those students that live with us. Well, Chad, I love what you guys are doing. I think this is a fantastic addition to give some of these people that we know that are not getting very good results in the classroom and give them an opportunity at a future. I think it's a terrific idea. If people want to learn more about what Eva is doing, if they live in the East Valley and their kids or maybe even as adults, their adult ed program, where do they go? How can they learn more about you guys? Uh, so a couple different ways. They can go to the website. It's, it's www.evit.edu. Uh, is our website. They can email, email myself, cwilson at evit.edu, and I can push that, you know, I can take them and, and, and direct them in the, the best pathway towards the right information. I want to thank you too, Mr. Broomhead. I, you know, we've talked a number of times about CTE, and when we first started talking, um, I don't know that the narrative across the state was what it is now. And I think people across the state are beginning to realize that the work that we do in CTE is really what has built the, the American dream. And not too many people were supporting us and talking about us as much and as early as you have and did. And so it's, I, I thank you very much for not only uh, helping us, but sticking with us. No, it, it's a pleasure. It really is. I love the work you do. Um, you know, it's right in my wheelhouse. I came from, you know, I didn't have much of an education, but I learned on the job and I went to schools like yours to learn more about my trade once I took it seriously. And I don't know where I would have ended up had it not been for the trade. So I love your support for what these young people are doing. And I look forward to joining you in more things and what's happening in the future. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Mr. Broomhead. All right. That is Chad Wilson. He is the superintendent of East Valley Institute of Technology.